Welcome to the Meltdowns in Moscato podcast. This podcast is just the opinion of the experienced and sleep-deprived. They are not doctors or really certified in anything at all. If you experience frustration, fatigue, or lack of enlightenment, please turn off the podcast and go on with your day. Thank you and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome to Meltdowns in Moscato. I'm Jackie. And I'm Joey. Grab a glass of wine, bottle of water, and buckle up. Buckle up, let's do this. Let's do this. <laughs> so we are going to talk about today just some random things that we figure out when we are on quarantine like we are now. So our life is very, very different than it usually is. It's very colorful. We do very mundane things every single day that show us that we probably are living life wrong most of the time. Most of the time. So what I'm talking about is who here wears leggings? I did not raise my hand, but... (laughs) Okay, so I am that mom who loves workout clothes but hates to work out. It's true. Guys get it easy. They get like basketball shorts and that's it. They have pockets, they are long, they are comfortable, and that's it. That's literally their workout clothes. All of those things are true and they're amazing. Or sweatpants. Sweatpants is basically basketball shorts, long. Exactly. Same thing. Women get these tiny little yoga shorts or tight leggings. If they have pockets, they don't fit anything. I've discovered when we were on our latest walk in the park that having autistic children, you really need like a special needs parenting clothing line. And I really wish that I had money to invest in something like this. Someone needs to develop it. Somebody needs to develop this and I will be your spokesperson. Oh my gosh, is it needed. I'm not a big person. I'm a tiny little girl and I can get away with wearing little booty shorts or yoga pants, okay? I'm not gonna be the first to say that I do not work out. I do not have the body of somebody who should be wearing little booty shorts or workout clothes just because I have a tiny stature, okay? I wanna say this very loudly because I am little, but mama has thighs, okay? Mama has booty. Nobody needs to see that. So I got these shorts from Fabletics. I hate that I'm plugging them right now because I'm really angry with them, but (laughs) <laughs> I, they get you with their like buy two whatever it's for like $30 it's such a great deal and then they charge you like $100 later and you have to buy so many but anyways long story short I got these shorts that looked long enough and they had pockets and I'm going oh my gosh this is perfect for our walks when we go to the park like yes. I can put my phone I can put my house key we're fine it'll be perfect it's like your own basketball shorts And it wasn't. And we go on a walk with our children and I'm the idiot that decided that the kids needed more exercise because the only people getting exercise in our house is my husband and I. Well, we push the children. I was a little bitter about this. And so I was like, you know what? If I'm gonna walk, you're gonna walk. So I made my daughter walk. We get there and she was fine, right? Like everything's fine. We get to the park, she dawdled a little bit, but that's fine. And my son has a meltdown because the sprinklers weren't on. Mm. He obviously needed the wheelchair to get back home because he was melting down. And my daughter decided that her lazy booty was done walking, so then went into the wheelchair and refused to to get get out out of it. it. Mama ended up having to piggyback my daughter, who's the exact same size as me, okay, y'all? Like, literally the same exact size all the way home. I'm already in these precariously short shorts that... 
I shouldn't have been wearing in the first place, but it's 107 degrees. Let's just start that. It was, it very, was 107 very hot. degrees that day, and I'm wearing as little clothing as I possibly could because it was that hot. As we were walking, and she's on me, like, I swear my whole butt was hanging out of these shorts. And it was not a pretty sight. It, it, it was just, it was embarrassing. And I keep trying to pull them down. And there's nothing to pull down when your hot, sweaty thighs are eating your Well, shorts. not to mention, you couldn't reach them because she's on your back and you can't reach around her. It, it was not a good look at all. And the whole time we were walking, all I could think of is, how do they not make special needs parents' clothes? Like, they have like to. Like tactical gear, almost, yeah, for autism like some parents. cargo pockets maybe I want stuff to put my garage door opener in and a bag of Cheerios and a squeezy my telephone like let's make some special needs parents clothes here because I'm so sick of my big old thighs hanging out for the world to see ironically you hate cargo shorts I do hate cargo shorts but if they were done nicely if with they a were cute, cute leopard pattern I might handle them and the thing is I don't like cargo shorts because they're like baggy and they're like like they they're look like, like basketball shorts with extra pockets. But if you make so ones are. that are like maybe body fitting that are just not like tight, skin tight. I don't know. Any fashion people out there, Gabe, I'm looking at you. I need you to design me some special needs parents clothes. So let's do it. We literally went home and Googled this because I was like, they have to have something. They have nothing. Nothing. It doesn't out there. exist. I don't know how no one has thought of this. But they should. And so I'm thinking of it. And so I will even give you guys this idea. Just make something and then hit a sister up because I need to have these. Yes. I When I was Googling, though, it actually was not fruitless because I found so many cool special needs clothes for our kids. That's true. <laughs> because they, they do, do have, have cool special the needs clothes, just none for the parents. So they had stuff I didn't even know. Did you know that they make pajamas that hold urine? For nighttime when you're potty training your kids? What? They do. The problem is that it only goes up to 4T. Oh. And our kids are bigger than that. But that I thought was brilliant. They could upsize those, I'm sure. I'm sure. Because they're what it is, is it's like, the, you know those Thinks panties, that like the period panties mm-hmm. that they have? It's made out of that material in but the in jammies. Pajama, and so if they crazy. pee, it doesn't get on the mattress. I thought that was really cool. It is. The other thing I found that I thought was cool was a company, it was made by a mom who had an autistic daughter. So she gets the whole sensory thing. Mm-hmm. And it's close to teach them to become independent. Okay. That's in the title. I wrote it down. But I'm going to put, by the way, if anyone is interested in any of these clothes, like I'm not an affiliate or anything with any of these people, but drop us a line on the website and I will give you the addresses and stuff of these places because they're pretty freaking cool. And I would like to try some out and then we can give like a review later yeah, on our a podcast. testimonial. Mm -hmm. But these ones are inside out clothes. So you can wear, they have patterns inside and out. They don't have the stitching to make it look like it's inside or outside. And there's no tags. It's tagless. So for children to teach them independence and how to dress, which is very important with Mm -hmm. our kids, they can wear them inside or outside. And they're the same pattern. Inside out and reverse. And it's fine. Pants, shirts. They had dresses. They had all kinds of stuff. Then they had, get this, you ready for it? They had socks that didn't have heels. Huh? Because you know how when Gwenny puts socks on the backwards heels on top, and the heels yeah. on top and, and she gets pissed? Yeah. They have what? ones that don't have heels. Yep. They're $15 a pair, which Ooh. made me want to choke. I was just about to say, for one I want pair. those for myself Mm-mm. until you told me the price. But it's still cool. It's but a great really idea. Neat. And so I was finding these things as I was Googling 
stuff for myself selfishly <laughs> and i was like oh this is really cool so they have a bunch of amazing special needs stuff for kids hmm. but we need to come up with something for parents so if anyone out there listening knows of something let me know because oh, definitely. i'm all about this it's one thing that we don't really talk about i feel like parents are like yeah we need 800 hands and we need to have our bag everywhere but we don't really have the capacity to carry a bag half the time when you're carrying a kicking mm-hmm. screaming child it's just something that i thought hmm this would be a good podcast episode is let's talk about the things that we need that aren't out there and maybe somebody can meet our needs. It it would definitely come in handy on any of these walks to the park. Yeah, I feel like it's not fair. I feel like guys always have pockets. We do. And even the pockets that they make for girls, especially girls my size, are so tight you can't get anything in or out. Yeah, that's rough. They're all, even my, even my Fabletics one that has like five pockets, mm-hmm. they're so tight. You can fit like a cell phone and that's it. And then it's like stuck when I'm trying to get it out. And when you have a child on your back, it's it makes impossible. it a little difficult. Mm-hmm. I mean, just a little bit. So, so we're going to, like I said, we had a rough day at the park. Gwynny definitely had her moments. But the funny thing about our kids is that they can have moments where we literally are like, oh my gosh, our children are Satan. Like they're, they're yes. just, they can be devils. But they're adorable devils. And they make you laugh. And then you forget about how crazy they are mm-hmm. because they're so dang funny. And a lot of the times it's just the silly little things they say too. Well, and with Guinevere, so what I'm going to say is, and she always ends up embarrassing us, but I think it's hilarious. I, I don't get embarrassed very easily. I like thrive in awkward. Poor Joey is not that way. I'm not. But she usually tends to... She puts to... me in way too many awkward situations. I know. It's the best. But she, like, screams inappropriate things now. Like, this is her favorite thing to do. And I think she probably gets it from her mother. Because I think it's hilarious <laughs> I guarantee she gets it from her mother. <laughs> and her new favorite thing to scream when we are at the park, in the grocery store, at her grandparents' house, is... You ready for it? Joe, what's Guinevere's favorite word? I love when he has to say this. Vagina. But she says it like, vagina! Like a little southern dainty damsel. It's the cutest thing I've ever heard in my life. And it's so funny because she loves it. It's like her favorite word now. And she thinks it's funny. And she thinks she has to scream it every time. she never says it quietly. And it's... Okay, so I did it trying to teach her the proper word for things. Because I feel like she's of age. It came from a good place. It did. And I still think it's funny. So I think it was a (laughs) win-win on my part. I feel like she's of age appropriateness where she needs to know what her body parts are called. Mm -hmm. When they're little, it's okay to be like, oh, cover your pee-pee. Or, you know, wipe your hoo-ha. That's what I usually call something like that. I was never one for like, I don't know, anatomically correct. Because I can't look at my baby and see a vagina. Like, that's just weird to Mm -hmm. me. And so I'd be like, oh, it's her little hoo-hoo. Like, just cover it. But now she's nine, and she's getting older, and she needs to know what her parts are called. I don't even remember what it was, but we were talking about something, and I I think she had, like, taken off her underwear and was, like, flashing people in her dress. And I think I said, you need to cover your vagina. She instantly was like, vagina! And then that's her new favorite word. And I only said it one time. Yeah, I think it was was probably the reaction on my face when she yelled it that she saw that made it so much fun for it was her. hilarious and so now it's literally her new favorite word and she yelled it at the park and this poor old man i'm pretty sure swallowed his tongue i just laughed which didn't make it any better because i i just thought it was hilarious <laughs> the best reaction was my dad oh. well that's that's the funny thing is she's not just <laughs> saying the word anymore she's incorporating it into other parts of her vernacular 
she's using it in like stories that she sees on her TV or whatever. It's hilarious. Well, so her favorite show right now is Dora the Explorer. She's all about backpack. Everything is backpack. Backpack says whatever. Backpack says this. Because they have like this little, I don't know if you like Dora, but they have this little thing where every, I think episode is a secret word or something in the backpack says like ice cream truck. It's wherever the destination is. Yeah, I don't know enough about it. Backpack is her favorite. It came out of nowhere. Just she was like singing her Dora song one day and she... I think we're just where were we? We're somewhere out the I, first time. She probably said, the park. Probably is... the park. And she said, "Vagina says backpack." <laughs> so we chuckle. That was like we laughed because it was funny, and so that became her new catchphrase because she thought it was cute, yeah. right? So we're at my parents' house, and it was my ninety-four-year-old grandmother, my mom, my dad, Guinevere, and I, and we were having dinner. And out of nowhere at dinner, Quinny was like, vagina says backpack. And my dad's face, I will never forget, like he dropped his fork <laughs> and about choked on whatever he was eating. It was like, what does your backpack say? What did your backpack say? <laughs> it was hilarious. But it's just little things like that that like I wouldn't change her for the world. Oh, no, I love that. She finds joy in the silliest things, and mm-hmm. it, it brings me joy. And it's, it does. It's and sometimes funny. she can be a booger in the most unopportune moments. Like we were at the park the other night, running through the sprinklers, and we were on a field that wasn't the actual field, so it was kind of a long walk just to get back to the wheelchair. And she did not want to leave, and she's screaming at me. And there's grown men at this park watching me, ready to beat you down with the screaming crowd. <laughs> yeah. So we're I'm we're kind of ushering her is a nice way of putting it back towards the wheelchair the guy's like are you all right yeah no no we're, we're fine i'm not talking to you mister oh okay that's see that's... i'm glad he found you because if someone talked to me that way he would get a hand upside the back of his head that's uh, true but I'm, I'm a little more you see <laughs> go with the flow than you and i'm like oh okay well uh, my daughter's nonverbal. she has autism so she's not going to be able to tell you i'm just trying to get her into the chair right there so we can go home and they were okay i mean Kind of walking along the fence line to meet us at the chair. So get Gwenny in the chair. She starts screaming, seatbelt, seatbelt. Nonverbal, right? Okay. So get her seatbelt on her. She turns to these grown men. Thanks for helping. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, the guy starts busting up and he's like, man, good luck. Have a good night. Then we took off. I'm like, yeah, my nonverbal all of a sudden turned into a chatterbox and starts thinking That's what people. happened. It's like when you try and tell people like, oh, she said the cutest thing. Say it. Say it, Gwenny. And then she's dead silent yeah. and won't say a thing mm-hmm. until you don't want her to say anything. And then all of a sudden it's... Yeah. <laughs> and now and... we have to be careful what we say. And that's the hard thing because they've always been nonverbal. And mm-hmm. not that I'm complaining. I love that they're talking now. It's amazing. Yeah. I remember the first time I remember one of them picking up a word we didn't want them to say was at a safe mart. We were gro- at the grocery oh, store. Oh, that lady. And she was yelling at her again. Our daughter is a spicy meatball. Yeah. She's the one that just gets into this trouble. This woman's yelling at her husband and she called him a bad word. That An a-hole. Yeah, an a-hole. And guess what Gwenny says the entire shopping trip through the store on repeat. I thought it was freaking hilarious. You did, because you thrive in awkward situations. I laughed the whole... Joey, I've never seen him turn so red. He was upset. He was mad. He wanted to leave the whole basket of groceries there and just leave. 
and I'm dying. I, I'm cracking it because the lady yelled at her husband, right? Like they're in the meat aisle or something and we were in the freezer aisle. So we weren't even close. She had to be like screaming at she this man. She was very upset. And she yells the word at him. And then Gwynny is like right after she said it, it was asshole. And so she doesn't even just say asshole. She's like asshole the whole way in the store. For a good like 20 minutes. I mean, nonstop. I was dead. I thought it was so funny. And Joey was mortified. And I'm like, don't worry. She's never going to say it again. Because at this point, my daughter did not speak. Like, mm-hmm. she very rarely spoke words. She very rarely used them in context. So I'm, I just kept telling Joey, like, it's fine. Calm down. It's not a big deal. I and tried. Then I got the phone call. <laughs> From, that was school, right? Yeah, I get oh. a phone call the next day. It was on a weekend, so she waited two whole days to say it yeah. again. Because we she went shopping. She picked it up on a Friday mm-hmm. night. It was a Friday, and then I get a phone call Monday after school from her teacher, and I mean, this was the first of very many phone calls we will get about Guinevere. <laughs> and I get this call, and it was like it wasn't like the angry call, but it's like the you know your kid did something wrong call. Yeah. And she kind of was not really laughing, but like, Jackie, we, we need to talk. And I was like, <laughs> we'll oh, try to God, what happened? We can't type. And she tells me, okay, so here's the situation. I'm like, oh, God, what happened? She's like, nothing. It's just your daughter cussed at one of the aides. And I'm like, what? 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 Like, she, what do you mean? And so she said, well, she was doing a, a picture and she was coloring. And the aide said, it's time to stop and go to circle time now. And Guinevere wasn't done. And Guinevere is like me. She, she's very OCD. And she has a way of doing things. And she will not be told otherwise. Like, if she's not done with something, you are not going to get her to do what you want her to do until she finishes. She has to have everything done in a correct manner. And I'm the same. So I get it. Oh, completely you are. And she was not finished with whatever she was doing with this picture. And the teacher told her, I guess, multiple times gave her warnings of, Guinevere, it's time to go to circle time. It was like a five more minutes three more minutes, two more. I mean, she was getting she, she a gave lot her the of warnings. Yeah. I guess eventually she was like, and you're done, and took the picture from her. And Guni turned to her and said, asshole. Like angry face too, <laughs> angry and all upset. and yelling, and I died. I laughed so hard. And I know that's not the appropriate reaction that a mother should have when the teacher calls and says that their child cussed at them. And I did blame <laughs> the lady in the store, so she didn't think it was me. But I just thought... I couldn't think of anything to say. And so what do you usually say? Like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Or I, I don't know where she got that from. Or and first thing that comes out of my mouth. What was it, Joe? You remember? At least she used it in context, right? <laughs> that's like, the first thing I said. That's was, a good well, thing. she used it in context because she hadn't been using any words in context. The teacher didn't find that as awesome as I did. Point of this being, our last episode that we did was pretty heavy. And we just wanted to do something today that was light and fun and kind of not just to talk about all the scary parts of special needs because there's so much joy in it if you really look for it. There are some really fun parts that other people don't get to experience that it's just exciting because you really never know what each day will bring with them. No, we don't know what's going to come out of their mouth and I guess with most kids you don't always but you don't know what your milestones are going to look like and your milestone might be your child cussing out her teacher because she's never said a word before. And no. her first word just happened to be asshole. But she did it properly. And honestly, that was the first of so many steps that she made in language. As angry as I was at the lady at the time, I mean, that was kind of helpful for the long run as it started, 
you know, this great course of language with our daughter. And then it taught me, somebody who does, I mean, I love Jesus, but I have a sailor mouth. And so sometimes I do, when I get angry, I, I cuss. And I have to really, really watch myself right now because they are picking up everything. And when they're nonverbal for so long, I'm talking five, six years, and you're used to being able to say whatever you want to say. You don't have to worry about them repeating it. Don't and even it's like, think about it. You no. can't do it anymore because everything you say gets said. And mm-hmm. and it's not like... So for my typically developing kids, parental friends. Like, sorry, my friends that have typically yeah, developing like, kids. That <laughs> just came out backwards. They cuss, a lot of them. Oh yeah, their kids don't. But they can tell their kids not to. And they get that. So with having the special needs kids and they understand the words they can repeat the words cool they don't understand the direction not to repeat it because and they don't understand why which i mean in in all fairness i feel like people shouldn't do that anyway you shouldn't show your kid one thing and then tell them not to do Mm -hmm. another thing which i understand everyone does it i do it but it is funny when when it's a different life when you Mm -hmm. do have special needs kids because you definitely have to be on your a game all of the time and you have to show, really you have to walk the walk. You, you can't ever tell them, do as I say, not as I do. Mm-hmm. Like they learn through you. And oh, yeah. it's so much responsibility and pressure, I feel like, on a parent. Because you can't be like, oh, well, that's adults can have it. Like with alcohol even. You know, you can't have a glass of wine and then not share it with them. They don't understand that. Yeah. You can't say... You don't get mommy and daddy juice. Yeah, that's mommy juice. Like, they're going to be like, so I want some too. Like, <laughs> and you can't explain that's for adults or, or movies. You can't say adults can watch this movie. Mm-hmm. You can watch it when you're 13. I remember my parents being like, you're not old enough to watch this. Yeah, there were shows I couldn't watch when I was a kid. Our children wouldn't understand that. Mm-hmm. It, it means nothing. That concept means nothing for them. Yeah. If they see it, they want it. If they yeah. hear it, they say it. Like, it's, it's a whole new world of living, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And it, it's cool. It's, it's nothing that I'm complaining about. I think it's awesome that, you know, it's, we have these little things in our life that can be so easily taken advantage of or not, or not taken, of, for granted. taken for granted. Yeah. yeah. And it's something that I'm glad that we can see the joys of even in this, sure. you know, the hot, sweaty walks with my shorts up my booty because... You know, it's that's life, and it, it's it's because fun. your nine year old that's as big as you still wants piggyback rides from mommy. That's the problem. You know those Great Danes that think they're like tiny little Chihuahua lap dogs that like jump up on your laps <laughs> and like are all over you and they weigh more than you. That is Guinevere it in is. a nutshell. Like she thinks she's this. She's tiny a gigantic girl. puppy, and Jude is like a kitty cat. That's... Jude is tiny, and Gwynny is a monster, and she thinks she's so little. And I still can't figure out why she thinks she's so little because she's never been the little kid in class. Like, mm-hmm. she's always towered over all of her friends. It's funny because when my friends, when we get together and their kids are there, she's is she she's probably one of the oldest. I don't think she's the oldest, but she's definitely one of the oldest in the group. But even then, like, when she's next to their kids, it looks like she's having a snack anytime she like, goes to pick one up. Like she's just so much. She's at least like a them. head and a shoulder taller. Huge. Than and I'm going, oh my gosh, why are you so big? And so she thinks I think maybe because all her friends are little, she just assumes she's little too. She like Probably. wants you to carry her, and I'm like, you're the same exact size as me. And she'll like jump on you in bed or on the couch, thinking that she weighs nothing, and she's crushing me. <laughs> While she's cracking up, thinking you're playing a game. 
It's so funny. I'm like, one of these days she'll realize that you are not a tiny girl. But I kind of don't want her to lose I, that. I don't think she... I, I hope she does. It's I really so hope cute. She does. It's her magic. It's I love it. Question of the week is what is one article of clothing or accessory that you find helpful for having special needs children? What is something that you can't go without? Like if you're going to go on a walk, what is this something that you grab? I'm still looking for that something article. I did find this really cool fanny pack on Amazon that I absolutely love. I love that you called it a fanny pack even though you... I hated the idea because it's not really a fanny pack, but it's like, I call it my Laura Croft fanny pack because that's what it looks like to me, like the Tomb Raider type. It like slings down low on your hips, but it's not like that old 80s fanny pack. It's really cute. It's very, um, what's the word? Steampunk. That's what it is. It's very steampunk look. It's cute. But that's kind of what I use now. And it's it has pockets and I put everything in it. But it's still not super accessible. So what is something that you find that you can't do without that's an accessory or a clothing item for you or your special needs children? So hit us up. Facebook, Instagram. You can go on our website, www.meltdownsandmoscato. And we will catch you next week. Have a wonderful week, y'all. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to Meltdowns and Moscato. Visit MeltdownsandMoscato.com to ask and answer questions to enter giveaway drawings. Also, don't forget to subscribe and review the show. For more information about Jackie Wheeler, please go to www.jackiewheeler.com or you can find her on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Mild stalking only, please.